If you don't have an email list, then you don't have a direct line to your customers. Reaching your clients, audience, supporters, and fans with the right message at the right time in the right place becomes easy when you've got a strategic email list in place. My email list is the number one way I drive profits in my business. And major bonus here, it's a lot easier and way more fun than you might think. That's why I'm teaching a free live workshop all about growing your email list called From Zero Subscribers or Zero Strategy to an Engaged Email List That Lasts. I'll show you how to kick off your email list building strategy with no fear because I know it can be scary to start something new in your business. Save your virtual seat at growanemaillist.com. Inside of my free live workshop, you'll learn why email marketing is 10 times more effective than posting on social media, my secret to sending out weekly emails without adding a ton of work to my plate, my best tips for getting people to hit subscribe, and what to actually say to them to convert them from subscribers to paying clients and customers. Save your seat now at growanemaillist.com. That's growanemaillist.com to get started with an email list strategy that drives real results. I'll see you at the masterclass. I went out and I just went for it. And so if you are wanting to become an influencer, you got to get bold. There is no PR agent here pitching you for other people. You've got to pitch yourself. Hey, my name is Jenna Kutcher and I am obsessed with all things business, marketing numbers, and helping you to navigate both the messy and the magical seasons of this thing called life. I'm a small town mama who took a $300 camera, grew a successful photo biz, and now I work from home and run a seven figure online business. I teach you the tried and true secrets to building a career you adore. Shy away from the real talk? (laughs) No way. Money, hardship, growth, loss, and marketing are all topics we discuss here. Think of this as your one-stop shop for happy hour with a gal pal mixed with business school. Pull up a seat, make sure you're cozy, and get ready to be challenged and encouraged while you learn. This is the Gold Digger Podcast. I don't think it's just me, but sometimes I cringe when I hear the word influencer. And if we're honest, I think there are a lot of different connotations around that term. Some people love it. Some people hate it. Some people claim it. Some want to become one. Some aren't realizing they already are one. And things in the social media space are rapidly changing. There are new features dropping what feels like daily. There are new algorithms changing how our posts are seen, new platforms popping up, new challenges cropping up in not just growing our followers, but also reaching them when we show up online. When we think about the term influencer, there are many places that you can claim that title and numerous platforms that you can have influence on. In fact, it was really interesting when you search the definition of the word influencer, even though that term has been around since the 1700s, it wasn't added to the dictionary with the definition of what we understand it to be until 2019. The main definition now reads, one who exerts influence, a person who inspires or guides the actions of others, often specifically a person who is able to generate interest in something such as a consumer product by posting about it on social media. Now, notice that the definition doesn't establish a certain amount of followers required to claim the title, and it doesn't include a requirement for someone to live in a fancy house with perfect children and a white kitchen. In fact, if you look at this definition, practically all of us who show up on social media or online could be deemed an influencer. If you have 10 followers or 10,000, you, by definition, are already someone with influence. 
So if you've been here a while, you already know my stance on this. Everyone holds influence. Anyone can call themselves an influencer if you share your life and the things you love and you do so with this goal of impacting or inspiring others. You hold influence, whether it's in your community, your family, your friend circle, your workplace, or anywhere that you show up. And the sooner that you accept that fact, the more likely you are to use your influence for good. But maybe you're not quite ready to claim that title as your own, or maybe you've added a few caveats or requirements to what you consider an influencer. If that's you and you've been considering dipping your toes into the influencer space or wondering if being an influencer is your next pivot or goal, well, then this episode is for you. So today I am sharing 14 simple ways and a step-by-step strategy for you to give this whole influencer world a go and for you to inspire action for those in your circle and beyond. So buckle up because this is going to be a fun. My friend and repeat gold digger podcast guest, Sanira Madani is on the HubSpot podcast network. It is so cool to be in such good company on the network with Sanira. If you haven't tuned into her show before, CEO School needs to be your next listen. CEO School is committed to closing the gap and helping more women level up by sharing stories and strategies from powerful women in leadership because nothing bad happens when women make more money. Sanira recently interviewed the OG girl boss, Sophia Amoruso, about building million dollar brands and media trainer Jessica Abo on how to nail your media appearances and pitches. Listen to Sanira Madani's show, CEO School, wherever you get your podcasts. The first one is somewhat obvious. And as I go, I'm going to reveal some things that I haven't shared before about this topic. But first, You have to start with sharing what you're loving, what you're buying, what you're using, what you swear by. I do not care how many people are currently following you. The first step in getting to where you want to go as an influencer is starting with where you're at. Let people into your life so that they can see the things that you're using and the stuff that you're recommending to your sister or your best friend. And here's something I want for you to think about. It takes time to get comfortable with this. So wouldn't you rather be practicing when there are less eyes on you? In fact, The way to grow and get more eyes on you is to start where you're at and start inspiring the people who are already there. Something that helps me with this, because I think it does feel awkward in just like showing up and talking about things that you love or sharing your breakfast is I always pretend that I'm just talking to my friend, Sarah. I literally think I'm just sending this to Sarah. Here's what I would say. And what's really interesting is if you look at influencers, the most relatable ones, the ones who have these lasting diehard communities are the ones who actually care and treat and talk to their followers like friends. I even try to remove language like, hey guys, or hey everybody, and make it just feel way more intimate and private. You want to do things like invite dialogue and ask for feedback and respond to their questions. I'm going to talk about these more in depth, but you also want to start sharing the things that you actually use and love. It's really important for you to start with where you're at today. Start showing up no matter if your life is messy or if it's not perfect, because by the way, people respect and relate to that so much more anyway. And so it's really interesting to me as someone who is quote, an influencer, a lot of times people will say, if I had a platform your size, I'd talk about X, Y, or Z. And the reason I have a platform my size is because I was talking about those types of things that I felt so passionate about, even when I had a hundred followers, a thousand followers. And so you have to start with where you're at. You have to start sharing things you genuinely love, things that maybe make your days better or easier or simpler or more joyful. 
and start talking like you're talking to a friend. That alone is going to get you further than you've ever been as an influencer simply by starting today with where you're at, speaking to a friend and sharing what you love. Now, number two is this. You want to optimize your profile or your bio so that people can know exactly what to expect. And you can also phrase it in a way that expresses what you want to do in the future. Let me explain this. You want to audit your bio. Your bio offers a first impression. It is the quick preview of what people can expect if they follow you. A lot of times if people click over to your profile, they're going to read your bio and they're going to scan the first 10 photos that you have there. And so you want to make sure that you are explaining who you are. You could talk about who it is you want to connect with or what kind of content you're going to cover. And you want to make sure that what you have in your bio is expressed with how you're showing up. You also want to make sure that there is an invitation or a place for people to reach you or go the next step with you, whether it's going to a website or joining your email list or emailing you or dropping into your DMs. You want your bio to communicate who you are, what people can expect from you and how to best get in touch with you. And after you create your bio, and I want to challenge you here, I want it to be super clear. I don't want it to just say, I like pumpkin spice lattes, like a lot of people do. And am I going to expect to see 10 pictures of lattes? No, I want for you to kind of say like who you are and what you do and how you make a difference. And after you do your bio audit, what I want for you to do is to look at your nine most recent posts. Maybe it's on Instagram or Facebook or wherever it is. And you want to make sure that they match what you're saying. Meaning are the posts that you're posting aligned with people's expectations that they'll get from your new bio? Do your recent posts include the topics you say you're going to cover? Do they speak to the audience you say you speak to in your bio? Do they reflect the person you are or the person you're becoming? And if they don't, don't worry. It kind of feels out of alignment, but here's a starting place. You don't have to go on a deleting spree and delete all of your old posts. You just have to start being super conscious and aware of what you're showing up and how you're sharing today. So use this mini audit kind of as a challenge for you to start posting content that's more aligned with the way that you want to connect and influence online. It's not about like changing your persona or becoming this brand new identity, but more so dialing in your focus and making sure the content that you're sharing is aligned with what someone would expect from your newly crafted bio. You want to hone in that messaging and that content and have a focus to begin with, because it's also going to help brands know exactly who you are and what to expect if they land on your page and they want to collaborate with you in some way in the future. Number three is something that I see so often. And I think also something that is really surprising when it comes to the influencer space. And that is a lack of consistency. Now it is hard. I will not say that it's easy. It is hard to be consistent and regular, especially when it comes to things like social media. But if you are serious about wanting to be an influencer, then you have to see what you want to do as work. It is work. I know it might seem like super fun and easy work, but it's work. I encounter a lot of people who say they want to be an influencer or they want to be a podcaster and they only see the finished product, but they don't see all the things that go into it. And so maybe before you dive too deep into this pursuit, you challenge yourself to figure out, can I be consistent? Can I do the work required to have this position or this title? Now, I know it sounds simple, this whole idea of being consistent, but it's probably one of the most challenging parts about being an influencer or having a name in the social media space. Like, 
Life is full. It's busy. It often leads to us just scrolling on social media in our spare downtime instead of creating compelling content. Like that is the trap of social media. It's really fun to consume. It can be really hard to create, right? And so if you are really curious about being an influencer or you want to expand your reach, then I want for you to treat this like a job, right? Like whether it's a side hustle or a full-time gig, I want for you to treat it like that so that you can systemize and strategize the work because being an influencer requires a lot of work. And so if you struggle with consistency, I highly recommend figuring out a way, whether that's creating a content creation schedule or a calendar, but figuring out a way that you can stick to it and show up consistently. Now, this doesn't mean that you have to be perfect or post every single day. In fact, I would argue that quality trumps quantity when it comes to sharing posts that live online. But if anything, challenge yourself, challenge yourself to maybe show up in your stories, even if it's just 60 seconds a day, like stories are a really easy and valuable place to spend your energy. 60 seconds a day is four frames. Aim for that. Start there. But you want to figure out, can I be consistent at this? If I want this to be a thing, if I want this to bring an income, if I want this to be a part of the title that I claim, can I consistently show up just like I would for any other job? It's a great place to begin. It reminds me of when I was a kid and I had all these different ideas of what I wanted to do. At one point, I wanted to be a veterinarian. And my mom, being the amazing woman she is, asked a local vet if I could job shadow them. And when I actually saw what went into a veterinarian watching a cat get fixed and a turtle get dissected, I realized, oh, that sounds really fun. But in fact, I'd rather snuggle puppies and kitties than dissect them. Maybe that isn't what I thought it would be. And so same thing for the influencer space. When you recognize all the aspects that go into showing up consistently from planning your posts to getting inspiration, to recording, to writing captions, to engaging, to posting all these things, it might challenge you to rethink or to pivot your way of thinking about the space and the job. Okay. Number four is to learn from your audience, do things like polls or leverage the tools that are built into the platforms that allow you to understand your audience and how you can serve them better. Like I love that platforms like Instagram and even Facebook have gotten really savvy with its tools and capabilities. You have options to do polls and quizzes and question boxes, and you can do these things so that you can understand what your audience needs, but also simultaneously, you can use them to boost your engagement. And so it's really important that you start this dialogue because being an influencer isn't just exerting your influence. It's really having this relationship that builds a no like, and trust factor, but also that is a true relationship in that you want to have a dialogue with your followers to understand, here's what they want to see from you. Here's what you can help them with. Here's what they're struggling with. Here's how you can support them. And so one great way to do this and to even just start showing that you want to go in a different direction is to do things like polls and questions and ask people, what do you want to see next or this or that, or what do you want to learn? Not only does it make it more interactive and fun, these tools can also be used as a means to drop breadcrumbs on the path of what's coming next. Like you can use these sort of tools to sprinkle in, here's what I want to do, or here's what I want to be sharing more of, or here's something that I'm learning that I want to impart on you. So show up in ways that interest you, but also ask people for that dialogue. Get those conversations started before you have anything to sell. Speaking of selling, number five is to show up and serve. If you know me, like everything that I do is rooted first and foremost with this heart of service. I want to serve, 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 serve before I ever go to sell. 
And so while it's one thing to show up and try to entertain your followers, there's something incredible that happens when you show up and try to truly add value, to teach something, to save somebody time, to simplify a process, to get somebody a quick result or win. The goal here is for you to aim to add value, whether it's sharing a quick tip or a little snippet of your world or a behind the scenes peek or a resource or something that you found helpful. Influencing is not just about sharing products. You know this. Like if you want to have true influence, you have to have a heart of service. And it's about inspiring people and showing up for them and making their lives better or more beautiful in some way. And so if you're thinking to yourself, gosh, I want to be an influencer, but I hate selling. I want for you to build your level of influence first and foremost by showing up and just straight up serving and serving so well that when the time comes for you to sell something, people are eager. They trust you, they believe you, and they're ready to pull out their wallets. Number six is this. Try recommending other things. So a lot of times when we have something to sell or when we want to become an influencer, we have this lane that we want to stay in. And I think that's beautiful. I think it's really important to have some sort of expertise or credibility in a certain space to have influence. But a lot of times we miss this opportunity to connect on the fringe topics, on things surrounding the big thing we want to do. You could share other people's accounts that inspire you, books, shops, resources, food, workouts, like whatever it is. But one thing that I think is really interesting is a lot of times we think that people are most curious about the thing when really they want to know about the things surrounding the thing. Like I am always just flabbergasted when people want to know silly things about my life that to me are like either common sense or so boring, but they see the finished product. They want to know the ingredients that went into it. So this is your invitation to test the waters. In other words, think outside of the box with what you're sharing, what recommendations you're giving, what resources you're putting out there. It doesn't always have to be products or this grand life-changing advice. Sometimes it is just this amazing mystery novel you finished or a podcast that you're listening to or a new book you've read. It's really easy. And there's a lot of messaging out there that's like, stay in your lane, just do the one thing and do it really well. But I found time and time again that people are really curious. And so recommending things outside of what you're known for might actually reveal more opportunities for you to grow your influence and to connect. Remember, this is about sharing more than just the thing, whatever that is for you. It's about sharing your life, your interests, your curiosities, your findings. And here's the thing. I know this about you. I know you're multi-passionate. And so no one wants to live this one dimensional life. I don't want for you to feel like in order to be an influencer, you just have to do one thing. In fact, you're probably going to be surprised to see the response that some of these off the beaten path items might get, which honestly might be helpful in telling you what kinds of content you can and should share more of in the future. You might even get some creative ideas and opportunities like putting together a book club or starting your own podcast, talking about the topics you share about. So while it is good to be known for your main thing, I don't want you to be afraid to test and experiment and branch out of it. Okay, number seven is this. Pay attention to themes. Now, this is something we do in my business a lot. I am constantly having my team pull all the data that tells us, here's what people are most interested in. Here's what they're curious about. Here's what's performing well. A lot of times we'll find these themes that we might lose if we're not actually looking for results or paying attention to see if there's something in common with what we're seeing. 
So one thing I want for you to do, if you're thinking about becoming an influencer or dipping your toe into the influencer space is start a note on your phone or your computer or in your journal and write down some of the most asked questions you get. And I want for you to just start paying attention, whether it's once a week, you kind of do a check-in. Maybe you look at your analytics or you look at what posts are performing the best, or you look through your DMs and you notice a trend. But I want for you to start paying attention to trends and keep a list of things that you're noticing. The best influencers are actually really great perspective listeners. A lot of times we think of influencers as the people talking at people, but the best influencers I know, they're the people that are listening. They're tuning in. Even if you don't have thousands of followers, when you start sharing more of your life, people are going to start showing up with more questions or feedback or thoughts. And if you invite in that dialogue, if you ask them to engage with you, they're going to get used to you showing up in a certain way. And they're also going to get used to and comfortable with asking questions about how you do something or achieve something or what you love, which is a good thing. So here's what I want for you to do. Number seven, pay attention to themes, whether it's looking at results, analytics, numbers, or just noticing commonalities in the questions you're getting asked. And one thing that I love to do is I'll talk about one topic in a few different ways. And then I'll look at the results and see which angle resonated the best and go deeper on that. So I could take maybe one blog post I wrote and kind of present it in different ways, have different angles, different hooks, different methods of speaking about it. And then I'll look for the themes or the trends or what the results are telling me. And that helps guide the next content that I create. And it helps me use language that's resonating, that's reaching the right people. Number eight is become a paying customer of the brands that you want to work with. Now, this is often a necessary, but a skipped step by many. I think that if you are wanting to work with a brand, you first have to show that you value their offer enough to spend your hard-earned money on it. In fact, I love, and I love to do this myself, sharing things that I'm paying full price for, that I'm not being paid to speak at, that is not sponsored. I love to share. Here is something that I find valuable that I spent all of my pennies on because here's the thing. It builds trust in your messaging. And it also lets people know that you love something so much you're willing to invest in it. You're not just talking about it because you're getting paid or there's a kickback. This builds your audience trust, but it also signals to a brand and shows them, whoa, this person's a paying customer. They're talking about us for free. Maybe there's more opportunity here. A lot of my partnerships have actually come after I've shared about something that I've spent my money on and that I've shared about for free without getting paid. And the cool thing about this too, is that when you share about things unpaid, just because you love them, you get to speak about them however you want. There aren't brand speaking points or bulleted points or certain call to actions that you have to include. You get to speak in a much more genuine and authentic way and brands pay attention to that. If you see brands or products that you love online, and you reach out to them and you say, hey, I want to partner with you, but you don't have any history. You don't have any experience. It's really hard for you to pitch yourself to say why you want to work with them, why you love their products, why you're going to be able to sell them well. It's kind of like applying to a job at a restaurant or a store you've never been to. You can't show your interest in supporting a product or service without really having that deep personal experience with it. So show that you are a raving fan so that your pitches actually land and you can say, hey, I've tried X, Y, or Z and I absolutely loved it. And I would love to share this with my audience too. It's so much more genuine. And it also shows a brand that you're invested. You've probably heard the quote from the philosopher who said, Change is the only constant in life. 
And it's true. Everything is always changing and evolving, but that doesn't mean we always enjoy it, especially when it comes to your business. HubSpot's CRM platform helps you make major moves confidently. Confidence to go big, go home, go local or global. With HubSpot, all of your marketing and operations and sales tools are in one place, meaning you have the right data at the right time to make the right call. A single source of truth means your teams are supported by a powerful system that helps lighten the busy work and create more time and space for big thinking. As a connected customer platform, HubSpot provides more than just software. It helps you and your teams create deeper, more meaningful relationships with your customers so you can grow better together. Learn how HubSpot can help your business grow better at HubSpot.com. Hey, Gold Diggers. Lately, I've been getting excited to finish furnishing our new home, which is why I want to tell you about a brand that we absolutely love, which is Article. I have been a fan and a customer of Article for years. I'm always blown away by the curated assortment of furniture styles they offer. They have mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandinavian, and even boho designs. There is something for everyone, no matter your taste. In our last house, we had their sofa and leather chairs. At our lake house, we have their dining table and chairs. We also just ordered some of their outdoor furniture for our new patio. Like, if you can't tell, we are obsessed with Article. The quality and style are top-notch. Article's online-only model means that they can offer some great prices with fast and hassle-free delivery. Pick the delivery time that works for you, and they keep you updated every step of the way. Article's customer is also amazing. They're knowledgeable, friendly, and always there when you need them. If you're like me and you're itching to give your home a makeover, I highly recommend checking out Article. They believe in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their commitment to style, quality, and affordability, it's never been easier to transform your space. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash gold digger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash gold digger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Number nine, get bold and pitch yourself. I know this feels scary. There are oftentimes I'll get these Facebook reminders of the ways that I used to be my own PR agent. And let me say I was the Lauren Conrad of my day when it came to pitching myself. I reached out to brands. I reached out to people. I pitched my wedding photography services. I went out and I just went for it. And so if you are wanting to become an influencer, you got to get bold. There is no PR agent here pitching you for other people. You've got to pitch yourself reach out to a brand, see if they're willing to maybe give you a product or a coupon or an incentive for your audience in exchange with you sharing about them and see too, if they can track your results and effectiveness. If they can't, there are some hacks with this. You can actually create different links. You could use tinyurl or bit.ly, bit.ly and create your own links so that you can actually track how much traffic you're sending places. But you want to get bold and start to see if you can actually get results. There's something really cool when you start to test your influence because a lot of times you can get engagement or you can get comfortable just talking about things. But when you're actually inviting people to take another step and usually a step that requires a level of investment, you want to start tracking and seeing if your scope of influence actually generates results. For your early influencer days, it might be more realistic to reach out to a local or small business that has a smaller reach than a big box brand. Like Etsy shops are a really great avenue to start with. But here's my golden rule here. 
It has to be a brand that you've actually bought from or supported, that you love their products, that you have something to offer them. I do not want you to take this tip and go out and say, Hey, I'm trying to become an influencer. Will you send me your stuff for free? There has to be some sort of value exchange. Like it doesn't make sense. And it is not ethical to one, share brands that you haven't tried or that you don't love, but two, to ask brands to give you something of value without being able to communicate what value you'll offer them in exchange. Here's an example. In my early days, because I was a photographer, I was able to supply brands with high resolution photography. Like I would style their products, I would shoot their products, and I would give them the images. I didn't have a ton of followers, but I could say, hey, I really love that suitcase. If I take some pictures of it on my trip to France and send them to you, could I get that suitcase for free? And what was beautiful was, is there was this value exchange. I was very clearly communicating, here's what I can offer. And so you want to think about what can you do to pitch yourself? Who do you want to pitch yourself to? But what value can you offer? Number 10 is this. Study the influencers you love and figure out what it is you love about them. There are so many different types of influencers out there. There are fashion influencers, design influencers. There are funny influencers, serious influencers, educator influencers. There are influencers in every single genre. And one of the best ways to level up, to elevate your brand and your level of influence is to study. I am constantly studying. I'm studying different course creators. I'm studying different educators, authors. Like if I want to do something new, I want to look at who's doing it the best. And I want to be strategic in looking at how they're doing it so well. So maybe you want to think and just think with me real quick. Don't overthink this. Who are the five influencers that you would love to have lunch with? Like the first people that come top of mind. I want for you to set notifications for their posts. And every time they post, I want for you to dissect it, to reverse engineer it, to pay attention. What is compelling to you? What do you love? Why do you love them? What do they share that brings you in? What do they talk about? How are they sharing their lives in a way that gets you to take action? And I really want for you to pay attention. If there is somebody that has convinced you to buy something new or try something, I want for you to ask yourself, what did they do that really inspired you to take action? If you want to do something well, the first posture you should put yourself in is the posture of a student. And so study the influencers you love and figure out why you love them. And one easy way to do that, that is double folded, which I'll talk about in just a minute, is to set reminders so that every time they're posting, you're paying attention. Number 11, respond to the people who are taking time to engage with you. Create that back and forth. Invite in that dialogue. I oftentimes respond to DMs with a quick voice memo. One, it is way faster for me than typing. And two, it is much more meaningful and impactful to connect with my followers in a personal way like this. Like when I do that, a lot of times people will say, oh my gosh, I didn't expect for you to respond. Or I can't believe it's actually you responding. And whether you have 10 followers or 10,000, you want to make sure that if you want people to engage with you, you're engaging back. You want this to be a two-way street. You cannot be an influencer if you're not listening and responding to those you hope to influence. And so I want for you to make sure that you're setting aside time, whether it's 20 minutes a day or whatever that looks like, where you are actively engaging with every single person that engages with you, especially in those early days. For everyone that leaves a comment, reply. For everyone that sends a DM, respond. You want to make sure 
that you let people know that you appreciate their feedback, that you welcome their presence in your space. And let me tell you, when people see that you are willing to respond, they are far more likely to engage, which is going to boost your engagement. It'll help push you up in the algorithm and it'll help you get in front of more people. Number 12 is to create a media kit that makes you professional. It gives you something to send out to brands. A media kit legitimizes this goal for you. It is a literal game changer. It is this formal place for you to pull all of your data and stats because like I said earlier, you're looking at results. You're looking for trends. You're looking for numbers that will guide you. And it also gives you this place to have this overview of who you are, what you do, what your pricing is if you want to partner with people. It'll help for you to say, here's everything you need to know about partnering with me. Let me know if this is a great fit. And here's the thing. Of course, you're not going to start out charging Kylie Jenner prices for an Instagram post, but you can still make money influencing. And if you are going to treat it like a real business, then you need to have some sort of pricing sheet and guideline and a media kit can go a long way. I have a media kit template. It is actually the exact media kit that I use for myself and my brand. And it is inside of my shop. So if you are like, I don't even know where to begin. I don't know what a media kit is. I don't know what it should include. I don't know. I have a template that you can customize super easily. Drop in your information, your images, your prices. You can find it at jennacutcher.com slash shop. But I love my media kit. I send it out every single day. And it is the best way to communicate with brands very thoughtfully, clearly, and intentionally. Here's the value I can add. Here's what a partnership would look like. Number 13, and I've talked about this one a lot, and I still believe it is the number one way to start being an influencer is to become an affiliate. If you want to learn more about what affiliate marketing looks like, go to jennacutcherblog.com, search affiliate. I have tons of episodes on the topic Being an affiliate to brands I love, sharing about products I love using affiliate links has absolutely transformed my business, but it has also allowed me to use my influence in a way that feels good for me, that shares things that I genuinely love, but also that takes away some of the hard commitments that being an influencer requires, like timelines and deadlines and all of those different requirements. And so I want for you, this is the place I would begin is become an affiliate for things that you love. You can have a code or a link for a brand. A lot of brands just have the like refer a friend links. And this should be where you begin because it allows you to share something that you love. It allows you to not have to worry about the product or the delivery or the creation. It allows you to start today. It gives you something, some sort of results that you can track. And it helps for you to get results and earn a commission. And so what I want for you to do is to think about how you want to become an affiliate, what that's going to look like for you. You could do Amazon Associates. You could do Like It to Know It. You could do the refer a friend links for products that you love. There are so many different ways you can become an affiliate. And like I said, I have so many episodes on the topic, but this is where I would begin if I wanted to be an influencer. It allows you to test the waters without diving in too deep and it allows you to get confident in order to get results. I know what it's like to feel completely thrown off your game because you're just not motivated or your mind isn't in the right space. That's why I'm thrilled to tell you all about superhuman activations. Now, if meditation isn't for you, you need to try activations instead. Activations are a groundbreaking new type of audio that's this mix of a motivational podcast, cinematic music, and guided visualization. They are fundamentally different from meditation and a lot more exciting to listen to. Instead of calming you, activations are motivating, energizing, and transformative. 
You'll reach your goals faster, whether you want to earn more money, get clarity, achieve a health goal, or feel like you're reaching your highest potential. They're essentially a shortcut to get to where you want to be and the ultimate way to visualize your future self. And you can only find them on the superhuman app. I use and love superhuman and find myself playing activation several times a day, whether I'm baking bread, doing my skincare, or even when I'm in the shower. Superhuman offers something completely different to other apps out there, and I cannot wait for you to try them. Take advantage of their 14-day free trial and head over to activations.com forward slash gold digger to start your trial and save over 60% off your membership. There is literally no risk. If you change your mind and forget to cancel after the trial, you're covered by their money back guarantee. The discount is only available through their website, not the app store. So visit activations.com forward slash gold digger now for over 60% off. Do not miss out on this crazy deal. They rarely do discounts and it expires soon. That's activations.com forward slash gold digger. Gold diggers, we all know the B2B landscape can be a bit complex. From lengthy buying cycles to complicated decision-making processes, reaching your target audience can be tough. But I found a solution tailored just for you. LinkedIn ads. A whopping 79% of B2B content marketers say LinkedIn produces the best results for paid media. That's because with LinkedIn ads, you're not just casting a wide net and hoping for the best. You're strategically building relationships and driving real results. We're talking about a platform with over a billion members, including 180 million senior level executives and 10 million C-level executives. You are networking with the actual decision makers. And LinkedIn's targeting and measurement tools are specifically designed for B2B marketers, meaning you're not wasting time or money on irrelevant leads. In fact, in the tech industry, LinkedIn ads have been shown to generate two to five times higher return on ad spend compared to other social media platforms. Using LinkedIn ads allows you to stay ahead of the curve when it comes to industry trends and developments, whether it's finding the perfect partner for a collaboration or uncovering new opportunities for growth, LinkedIn can be your secret weapon. Make B2B marketing everything it can be and get a hundred dollar credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash goal to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash goal. Terms and conditions apply. Number 14 is this, and I touched on it earlier, but I want to dive a little bit deeper. Set reminders for 10 or even more of your favorite influencers. Not only do I want for you to study what they're doing and how they're doing it, but I want for you to show up, to encourage, to build your network and to engage with their content. One of the best ways that you can grow your account is by looking at accounts that might have similar audiences to the one that you want to grow and engaging thoughtfully, intentionally, and meaningfully on that content. Because here's what happens. When you comment on somebody's post and you leave a really thoughtful or meaningful comment, other people that are in the comment section, other people that are engaging are going to see your comment and likely click over. And now that you've done all the things I mentioned in this episode, like optimizing your bio and making sure that the content you're sharing matches what you say it well in your bio and you're showing up in your stories or whatever that looks like, then they're going to hit follow. And so one of the best ways to grow your account these days is to make sure that you are engaging. And if you set reminders, you get to be one of the first comments on posts of people that you love. And not only do you get to engage and build community in that way, you also get to encourage the people who are leading you, the people who inspire you. I think it's a really cool way to build your network, to grow, but also to engage. 
Now, here's what I want for you to remember to sum all of this up. I know this is a lot, but I know that you can do it. I want to remind you, you already are an influencer. You have influence in people's lives. And when you wake up to that fact, it changes the way that you show up. And I want for you to really welcome that title into your life, whatever that looks like for you. I want for you to see that you have influence, whether it's with your family, your coworkers, your friends, your online circle, you have this opportunity to influence. And the sooner you adopt that, the sooner you start showing up as someone who wants to make a difference. I am so excited to watch you soar. I'm so excited for you to step into this new identity. I'm so excited to learn more about what you love and what you're obsessed with. And I cannot wait for you to use your influence to make a difference in this world. I hope that today's episode inspired you. I hope it encouraged you. I hope it gave you actionable steps that you can start in your own pursuit of leveraging the influence you already have and growing it into something more. And of course, until next time, gold diggers, keep on digging your biggest goals. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the podcast. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five because you just finished another episode of the Gold Digger podcast. Did that go by way too fast for anyone else? If you want more, head over to golddiggerpodcast.com for show notes and all the discount codes from today's sponsors. And if you're looking for a new crew of movers and shakers like you to bounce ideas and ask questions, be sure to join my exclusive community for gold diggers on Facebook. The link's waiting for you at golddiggerpodcast.com. Hey, gold diggers. Lately, I've been getting excited to finish furnishing our new home, which is why I want to tell you about a brand that we absolutely love, which is Article. I have been a fan and a customer of Article for years. I'm always blown away by the curated assortment of furniture styles they offer. They have mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandinavian, and even boho designs. There is something for everyone, no matter your taste. In our last house, we had their sofa and leather chairs. At our lake house, we have their dining table and chairs. We also just ordered some of their outdoor furniture for our new patio. Like, if you can't tell, we are obsessed with Article. The quality and style are top-notch. Article's online-only model means that they can offer some great prices with fast and hassle-free delivery. Pick the delivery time that works for you, and they keep you updated every step of the way. Article's customer care team is also amazing. They're knowledgeable, friendly, and always there when you need them. If you're like me and you're itching to give your home a makeover, I highly recommend checking out Article. They believe in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their commitment to style, quality, and affordability, it's never been easier to transform your space. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash gold digger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash gold digger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more.